0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by Triple A Insurance. Now, here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome into tonight's post game show presented by Triple A Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 6 3 in game 6 to win this series, four games to two, and set up a third round matchup with the Montreal canadians and to help us break this one down we bring in the voice of the golden knights dan duva and you know dan in in all the paths to victory in this series for the golden knights where did you have four straight wins against colorado after dropping the first two
2: yeah i I, i'm not sure that that was my first prediction if i were to have made one you thought that it would kind of go back and forth and the way it went back and forth in the regular season And the way that the first game went, we knew would be sort of an outlier. And um, Colorado is a very, very, very good team, but they're not that much better than Vegas, what we saw in game one. And what we saw in game two was a lot closer to what we expected. An overtime game, Colorado pulls it out, power play goal in OT. And then Vegas coming back home, close game, uh, you know, three to two. And then the next one, when they pulled away five to one, you thought, okay, well, maybe this is an off night for the Avalanche. And what happened? Vegas then... Goes back to Denver where you figure, okay, maybe momentum for the Avalanche with a, a low scoring game. Nope, Vegas <laughs> wins in overtime. So all, all this uh, is is kind of in the rearview mirror now, I suppose, because the the way that the Knights play is really what you take out of it. Like the scores are one thing, Ryan, yeah. but the way that they played, not the first four periods of the series, but more or less every period after that, uh, they, they looked like, a team that was capable of uh, beating Colorado and, and the avalanche more often than not did not look like a team that could win the series so uh, as the series evolved that uh, I think you're right Vegas that uh, kind of just lived up to the way it was playing by winning the last
3: four in a row
1: you know, and you look at this series, and really I feel like where, where it turned for Vegas was the emergence of Alex Petrangelo in controlling games, exiting the zone, extending shifts in the off- offensive zone. Alex Petrangelo was absolutely phenomenal in this series.
2: Yeah, this, as Gary talked about for a, a moment or two there, it's just incredible when the player that you brought in for the big moments plays his best hockey in the big moments. Yeah, and Eddie Olczyk, talked about him the other day when he was on the nighttime at noon program, uh, which will, by the way, be on the earth tomorrow at noon. Uh, Eddie Olchick, you know, used the word incredible to describe Petrangelo's play, and that was a couple of games ago, and it seems that night in and night out, Petrangelo has been all over the ice. The puck was just finding him, and in a good way. You know, sometimes when the puck finds you, it, it could be problematic if you're a defenseman, right? The other team is yeah. getting chances against you. No, this is the puck finding Petrangelo in a positive way, and then rewarded on the score sheet with uh, two points today, and a second in time on ice. So, how
1: excited are you to call a game that doesn't involve the the West Division? I mean, this is <laughs> this is new, right? Like, you we get to we get to game plan, we get to 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 get into the nitty gritty of the Montreal Canadiens, but this is brand new. For the first time the golden knights are going to play somebody different yeah i might actually have to do some work
2: <laughs> no it's fun to uh, to, to go through the, the charts and the notes and stuff that go into the preparation for every game but when the knights and avalanche play eight times in the regular season six times in the playoffs and that's that's 14 games not to mention how minnesota uh, and vegas Matched up eight in the regular season, same uh, seven in the playoffs. It's 15 yeah. times. So, uh, you know, that, that is, when you think about it, that's like a quarter of a regular season. <laughs> Meanwhile, in normal seasons, it's it's a different opponent every day, which makes uncovering stories a little bit more interesting and um, i'm gonna have to do a lot of updating to my notes there could be some players from montreal that we've not seen before (laughs) because it's been well over a calendar year since the knights and canadians met up and of course they've never met in the playoffs before Uh, bell center is one of those special venues in the national hockey league and it it will be a a real thrill and and pleasure to be part of uh, vegas and montreal meeting in the uh, in the postseason
1: all right, Dan, as always, thanks for joining me here. Get a couple of days rest, and then it's right back to it on Monday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. The Golden Knights take game six, six to 6-3, the final here as they, de- they defeat the Colorado Avalanche and eliminate Colorado from the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan
4: Center.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show, presented by
1: AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance post-game show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 in Game 6, eliminate Colorado from the Stanley Cup playoffs, four games to two in this series. Let's head downstairs as Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury address the media after tonight's win.
0: Feeling like soaking in the crowd there at the end of the game, knowing that you guys were moving on to the semifinals.
5: Yeah, I mean, that was a that's an awesome series win for us. Um, you know, President's Trophy winners, um, you know, one of the best lines in hockey, one of the best you know, players in hockey. And uh, they got a Vesna candidate, um, a Norris candidate, MVP candidate. I mean, that's a good team that we just eliminated. So um, it was awesome to... Celebrate that one with our fans. Um, you know, I'd change the series for us. Getting back home um, in Game Three uh, to a sold-out rink, um, I really think the tide changed um, when we got them involved. Um, so it was pretty awesome to be able to uh, acknowledge them uh, after a big series win.
6: Next question tonight comes from Nick Katsanika with NHL.com.
7: Hey Mark Andre,
5: can you put into perspective making the third round three times in four years with Vegas, uh, and
0: then B, um. What's it like to play Montreal?
4: Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's good, right? I think we've we've had a... Uh, I don't know. This guy kept throwing stuff at me. I forgot the answer, but. Um, yeah, you know, it's obviously a good feeling. We know we have a good team, right? We we battle hard all all season, you know, to get to this point. Um, like Stony said, this was a bowl series, I guess. Minnesota was, you know, went to seven. They had a good team, and Colorado also, right? So we had to uh, earn this and work hard to to get where we are right now. And um, it feels good. You know, it's it's a, it's a nice feeling, and I think we deserve it. I think the way guys battle, you know, for those first two rounds and. Um, I would say Montreal has been, been very good Montreal those playoffs, and there will be another uh, big challenge ahead for us.
6: Next question tonight goes to Jesse Granger with The Athletic. For Mark Stone, can you talk about the contributions you guys
7: got from guys down the lineup tonight?
5: Yeah, I mean, I think, um, and I was speaking with um, Dan Dua before the game. We got a lot of guys that buy into their roles. Um, so, it was pretty awesome to see those guys get rewarded. Um, you know, those guys have been soldiers for us uh, all year. Um, you know we had guys, you know, in and out of the lineup, uh, all series, uh, making different contributions at different times. And, um, for those guys to come through, you know, Coley, uh, Will, Revo, you know, Tucky with Yanni and, and Roise. You know, Patrick Brown gave us big minutes. Um, you know, Shakira. Uh, played some good games for us. Uh, we had so many guys, uh, you know, kind of come in and out of the lineup uh, throughout this series, and uh, that's what it takes to, to beat a team like that. Um, you know, that's a good team that we just beat. Um, so, I think moving forward, those guys are, uh, you know, they stick to their roles. Uh, but when they get opportunities, it's, it's nice to see them get, get rewarded.
6: Next, go to Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun.
1: Hey, for Mark Stone, after last year's playoffs, you guys have talked about – needing to find kind of new ways to score after a bunch of games with a lot of shots but not enough goals. Tonight you guys had six goals on 23 shots. You would mentioned Kolasar and and Carrier. Their goals were from tight close. Is that kind of what you guys are looking for and kind of the types of goals that you need to score to win in the playoffs?
5: Well, I, th- I think if you <clears throat> look at teams that uh, win, you, you score. Um, there's not one way to score a goal. Um, but I think we've added uh, different layers to our game. I think Pete's uh, reiterated that to you guys. Um, you know we got a you know, one-timer goal tonight uh, point shot goal guys in front um you know loose pucks you uh, have to find ways to score different ways uh, and uh, i think we're we gotta uh, as a collective group are, are buying into um to scoring in different ways um, obviously there's still uh things we can get better at i think our power play can get a little bit better but you know we're getting you know last couple of games is one chance i think we had looks to score um but you know we we'll, we'll We'll take this uh, little break. Uh, it'll be nice to see a little bit of video um, and, and keep
6: going. Next question tonight comes from David Shane with the Las Vegas
4: Review Hi, for either one of you guys. Uh, how much do you think playoff experience factored into this series, whether it was not panicking, being down 2-0, uh, not being, or excuse me, being down 2 nothing in game five? Just how much does that factor into it for you guys? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we have you know we have a lot of good leaders on this team and a lot of experience, like you said. And I, when even when we we're down to to nothing in the series, I didn't see or felt any panic, you know, in our team. And, um, and yeah, I think it showed. You know, we, we got back home, played game three, and played amazing. And then game four again, you know, and got right back in the series. And um, I, I think you know that's what you need. And Obviously, we have, uh, like Stoney was saying, everybody contributed to, to our success there. And uh, the young guys, the guys don't, that's not playing, that are not playing as much, and the guys that are, did an amazing, amazing job. Scoring a lot of goals and um, shutting down their best lines. And also, uh, I think it was no panic and great team effort.
6: take one final question in English. That goes to Mark Spector, Sportsnet.
8: Yeah, for uh, Mark Stone. It's a funny year. Some of the teams with the most, with the big offensive teams are out already. You guys got really good offense. I'm not saying you don't, but when teams that have relied on offense, it hasn't gone well in this playoffs for Toronto and Colorado and, and Edmonton, for instance, you guys are a team that can score, but you don't make the mistake, right? You, you can bend and not break. You have some defensive posture. Is this a, is this the well-rounded kind of NHL team of the 2020s? that's going to, you know, that can make some noise. Do you have all the components here?
5: Well, I hope so. Um, I mean, we got um, great depth uh, forward and goalie, uh, goal goaltending, and, and defense. Um, I mean, we still have breakdowns, but you know, we're lucky to have you know, this guy sitting beside me and, and, and Lenny all year. We got two great goalies, got good defense. Um, you know, yeah, maybe we don't make the mistakes, but um, – we've had some some pretty timely saves uh, from our goaltenders, but um, no, for sure. Like you said, you have to play a team game. Um, You know, I think that comes with, you know, experience and and, and things, but I mean, we, I mean, we we were tied with these guys um, in the, uh, in the regular season, Um, the heavyweight tilt that we just played, we were just a part of, um, we were just fortunate to come out on top. I mean, that's a great team. I, I don't think that, I think they play you know, very similar to the way we do. I mean, they're structured. Uh, they got great high end skill. They got great defense. Uh, they always good. Um, but only one team can win. Um, so, um, you yeah, know, it, it was a great series. Um, but uh, happy that we're the ones going forward. Let's
6: take one it's final question. It'll be for, for Mark, Mark Andre, and Flinch.
1: And that was Mark Stone and Marc-Andre Fleury as they addressed the media after tonight's game, after eliminating the Colorado Avalanche from the playoffs. The post-game injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. And for the Golden Knights, they're getting healthy. This is a team right now that is getting healthier and healthier as you're moving on. And, and bumps and bruises, they're going to happen. But for the Golden Knights, I think the best thing right now is that you get a couple of days to exhale. And, and that's this is what's so important about the Golden Knights finishing this series off in six games, not, not allowing it to go seven. If you allow it to go seven, you have one day off, then you start playing again. Monday night will be game one against Montreal here at T-Mobile Arena. And for the Golden Knights to have an ability to exhale, for the Golden Knights to learn from the first round and put this one away, the first opportunity you have to put away the Colorado Avalanche, that is growth from a team that is on a mission here in the playoffs. Matias Janmark getting back into the into the lineup is humongous in this series. I thought he was really good tonight with Watt and talk third line had legs in this one. And for the Golden Knights, you've got Tomash Nosik perhaps on the horizon. Peyton Krebs skating again. There are many options for Pete DeBoer as you move deeper and deeper into the playoffs because the Golden Knights are getting healthier and healthier. And and let's just take a look at what the Golden Knights were able to do in this series. There, there were times where they had to put in or could put in different players. You saw it tonight with Ryan Reeves going back in, Patrick Brown coming out. Pete DeBoer has his hands on all of this for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's head back downstairs, bring in Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game.
9: a, holding these guys score for you. Stone talked about it. Um, is it
2: uh, been talked about enough in your mind?
7: Yeah, no. I mean, it, it's uh, it's it's the identity of this team is our depth and the number of contributions we're getting. You know, just off the top of my head, guys that have uh, have sat out and then come back into the lineup. You know, Hag, Holden, Reeves, Sakura, Colasar. Um, you know, I, I know I'm 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 missing guys there, um, but. You know we've we've had we've had so many contributions from so many guys and 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 how the guys have handled, um, you know when they're out, um, and then you know uh, their ability to hop back in and make a difference for us. Uh, it's, it, it's been critical. You don't beat a team like Colorado without that. We're we're the sum of our parts. Uh, we don't have that superstar power uh you know that they do and then you know I, i'd be i have to mention you know uh, what a great job they did what, what a great team um you know wow i mean uh you know we feel fortunate to go through i think we earned it but uh that, that was a really really tough series and uh that's an excellent team and a, and a well coached team over there
6: next we are go to justin emerson with the las vegas sun
7: hey justin
1: You've made a couple of jokes in this series. And before game one, I think you said maybe we shouldn't have even come. And you said that you made a joke about jumping off the life raft, people were. And I'm just curious how much you guys kind of bought into that underdog mentality and how much you think it helped in this series.
7: I don't know if it, you know, I, I mean, it, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a line. I mean, that's reality. They, they, I, don't, I don't think there was a person in the hockey world when we were down 2 nothing that uh, would predict that we would finish this off in six at home tonight. You know, so, uh, you know, that was real. There was a lot more talk about us being swept and, you know, embarrassed. And, you know, could we even win a game? So, um, you know, I I think uh, we've got a a group with a lot of pride and, uh, you know, they, they just blocked out the noise and went to work and battled and scraped and scratched and, uh you know found a way and you know what a night and 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 the other thing i I would be remiss if i didn't mention was the the advantage of of the full rink in game three four and six uh huge to our group uh honestly if uh you know if if the rink if we don't have full capacity and, and the rink rocking like like it was in those games you know i'm sure we're playing a game seven here on uh on saturday night so Uh, You know, huge, uh, huge shout out to the uh, to T-Mobile and our fans and and the governor for allowing it.
6: Next question for Pete DeBoer goes to Stormy Bontoni with the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, Stormy.
5: Pete, building off that thought of just no panic from your group throughout the course of this series, did you learn anything new about your team or did it more so just (laughs) confirm the resilient qualities that they have?
7: Yeah, you know what? I think I think you learn something every time you play a series. Um, you know, I mean, we it still hasn't sunk in. We we beat a team that you know maybe has the best analytics in in the last ten years. Uh, you know, a team that that people were were pretty much handing the Stanley Cup to, you know, all preseason, all season, and and for sure once the playoffs started, and and for sure after they they rolled through the first round, so um you know i uh, uh if anyone ever questioned our group um you know i, I think they answered the bell and uh you know the, what they just accomplished is huge and and he, Having said that, you know, we're only halfway done here where we're going, which is, which is hard to believe. I mean, we won 40 out of 50 games and, and drew Minnesota and Colorado in the first two rounds. I and, mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to believe, but, uh, you know, we haven't complained guys have just gone to work and, and we beat two excellent teams to, to get the opportunity to keep playing here.
6: Let's go to Ben goats from the Las Vegas review General.
7: Hey Ben.
0: Hey Pete. Just, what did you think of Alex Petrangelo's performance tonight, and really all series uh, yeah. defending against Colorado?
7: Yeah, I, th- I thought he was the best player in the series on either team. Um, he was, he was an absolute monster for us uh, defensively, blocking shots, offensively. The goal tonight, um, you know, that's that's uh, that's what we brought him here for, for this time of year, and, and for those situations go to mark spector from sportsnet hey mark yeah congratulations pete um
8: did you it's kind of a funny year some of the teams that have been purely offensive or very offensive you know toronto uh edmonton let's say colorado they haven't you know they had their by the wayside and it's the well-rounded team it's it's you guys have good offense. don't get me wrong but it's a team that that has it coming from all these other places that has all the ends covered. That it's deeper and more of a team. You just talked about how you're a a real strong deep team. Is is that where we're going in hockey? Is it is it enough? You know, does the hard work beat the superstar now? Where where are we on this?
7: Yeah, I don't know if you can compare Colorado to. I'm I'm assuming you're talking about Toronto, Edmonton. Uh, you know, you look at Colorado's defensive analytics, and they're one two. In the league in in every category um you know this is a different beast i think than than uh, i think the road you're heading down um you know how they play defense i think is is something that uh, they play defense by getting out of their zone quickly and not spending any time in in their zone and and i think you know we did a, a great job uh when we had success in this series of of uh of taking advantage of making them play in their own end for stretches and and that's why we had some success but uh, I don't know I, you know what I, I, I do know uh, if you're going to win in the playoffs you've got to have a, have a committed group and uh, what we blocked 33 shots tonight Martinez had nine White Cloud seven you know that that that's as big a piece as uh, as any goal or any rush or any power play that we score.
6: We'll take two final questions tonight. Next one goes to Jesse Granger with The Athletic.
7: Jesse.
2: Hey Pete, you you talked about the depth guys in the beginning of this. Um, I'd like to specifically ask you about the way they handled going in and out of the lineup. We see those guys at the end of practice every day who aren't playing that night and they're working on things and trying to be ready for when they do get back in the lineup.
7: Yeah, you know, to to a man, not not a uh, not a distraction. Uh, you know, you, you could you could tell you, obvious disappointment, and and you know what, when you're having those conversations, you know, some of them were after we had just won a big game and they had played well, and uh, so you know if they didn't understand it, never saw a, a, even a, a remote. Uh, uh it it didn't carry into the room in any remote way um you know they were the first guys cheering everybody on and and the first guys when they got back in to uh to make a contribution nick holden's you know sat and his contribution in the last couple of games huge ryan Reeves came out after we won 5-1 sat for a night came in tonight and that fourth line got a huge goal for us so you know that that's that that was the entire group, and and when your veteran guys handle those situations like that, you know it's it, it, the messaging's easy.
6: Last question tonight goes to Danny Webster with NHL.com.
7: Hey Danny.
2: Hey Pete. I know it's not the ultimate goal, but three times in four years this franchise has been one of the last four standing, and now you've been at the helm for two of them. Just your thoughts on getting back to the semifinals and the challenge Montreal will possess.
7: Well, it, it's so hard to uh, to get to this point. You know, everybody talks about winning the Stanley Cup, but you know, I, I'll, I, I'm an Ontario guy. I, I watched the Toronto Maple Leafs closely. I was drafted by the Leafs. You know, I've always been a, a fan of the franchise. They haven't got out of the first round. I think someone said, "What is it? Seventeen years." Um, and and that's a good franchise, a well-run franchise, well-coached. It, this is hard. It's hard to win a series. It's hard to make the playoffs in this league. It's hard to win a series. Um, you know, so what, what these men here have accomplished is, is really uh, unreal. Thanks, Pete. Thank you.
1: That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's postgame interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas, because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's A Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 and eliminate Colorado from the Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's take a look at the highlights. The Avalanche facing elimination needed a great start. Just 23 seconds into the, into the game, Devon Taves would open the scoring. McKinnon works ahead with the loose puck. To the
3: left, a shot, they score! Devon Taves, Colorado strikes 23 seconds in and an early lead for the visitors in game six.
1: Devon Taves from Nathan McKinnon and Brandon Saad 23 seconds into the first period to make it 1-0 Colorado. Just 45 seconds later, Nick Holden would get it right back for the Golden Knights. The
2: try from Holden, top of the left circle
1: at the left half wall, and now to the point. Another shot, they score! Nick Holden, left point, rips it home. 1-1 1-1 one, one, tie. That's Nick Holden from Riley Smith and Nick Waugh. One minute, 15 seconds into the first period to make it 1-1. to The Golden Knights would continue to hold off the attack of the avalanche. And later in the period, William Carlson would give the Golden Knights the lead. Into the far corner, Landis Scott tries to work it out. Cut off, though, by Carlson.
3: Rank wide left, Martinez to the right. They score! Carlson! Back and forth with Martinez. 2-1 Golden Knights. Five minutes to go in the first. Vegas has its first lead of the game.
1: That's William Carlson from Alec Martinez. 15-06 of the first period to make it 2-1. Vegas, we'd head to the second period and fighting for their playoff lives, the avalanche would press early as Miko Rantanen would score a power play goal.
2: McKinnon, drop pass right side, working to the middle, a shot, score! Tie game, Miko Rantanen cutting from the right side of the slot to the left and the lefty sneaks it by Flurry. Power play goal from Miko
3: Rantanen.
1: Rantanen from Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landeskog. 3.47 in the second period to tie the game at two. The Golden Knights would answer back later in the period as Keegan Kolasar would score his first career playoff goal. From the draw shot,
3: they score! It was tipped down low. Ryan Reeves right near the net. Vegas takes the lead back three to two. Colasar with Reeves around the net and I think the last man to touch it was Keegan Colasar. That's Keegan Colasar from Alex
1: Petrangelo and Shea Theodore, 14-27 of the second period to make it 3-2 Vegas. Colorado would answer just two minutes later as Andre Burakovsky would get his first of the playoffs. Right to left, out comes Belmar to the middle, Burakovsky shoots,
3: he scores! He goes low, left side, off the post, and in. 3-3 three, three tie. First goal of the playoffs for Andre Burakovsky.
1: That's Burakovsky from Pierre-Edouard Belmar and Kale McCarr at 16.52, the second period to tie the game at three. The Golden Knights again would answer as Alex Petrangelo would net his first of the playoffs.
2: Bounces around toward the high slot. Patrucci and now Tuck shoots wide. Rebound! Score!
3: Petrangelo! Alex Petrangelo puts Vegas in the lead 4 to 3.
1: That's Alex Petrangelo from Alex Tuck and Max Pacioretty. 1942 of the second period to make it 4-3 Vegas. We'd head to the third period, and the Golden Knights holding a lead needed a big, big period from Marc-Andre Fleury as he would come up with our AAA insurance save of the game.
2: Landeskog on the draw for the Avalanche against Will Carlson. Face off to Marc-Andre Fleury's right. Landeskog wins it. High slot in Shoots
1: off a glove. On goal! Fleury snares it with the glove. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So as the period would wear on, the Golden Knights would take a a bit of an onslaught from Colorado, though Vegas would push back and get a big goal from Will Carrier. Passes out high, point shot tipped, into the goal!
3: Vegas leads by two. Five, three nights. William Carrier, the redirection down low. The shot came from out high from Theodore, and Vegas has its first two-goal lead of the day.
1: That's Will Carrier from Shea Theodore and Braden McNabb, 11:46 of the third period to make it 5-3 Vegas. The avalanche would press. Philip Grubauer would be pulled, and Max Pacioretty would ice the game. Trying for the open net, knocked out of
3: the air by McKinnon. It's a high touch, but Vegas gets it, and they score! Hattrending from the right wing, three-goal lead for the Knights with 3.10 to go.
1: That's Max Pacioretty, an empty net goal, 16-50 of the third period to make it 6-3 Vegas, and all that was left was the final call.
3: Huck out high for a shot, deflected in front to the near side, five seconds to go, right wing shot blocked by Holden, 2-1, it's over! Vegas wins the series, 6-3, the final score in game six. The Knights knock out the avalanche with four straight wins.
1: And there you have it. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 to in game number six to win the series four games to two. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center.
0: Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host,
1: Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show, 6-3, the final. The Golden Knights eliminate the Colorado Avalanche from the playoffs. Four games to two in this series. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. It's depth for the Golden Knights. You get goals from Keegan Colasar and Will Carrier and Nick Holden. And you get great goaltending from Marc-Andre Fleury. Alex Petrangelo was an absolute beast in this series and in this game. And now the Golden Knights are on to the final four. They will play the Montreal Canadiens. Game number one will go Monday from T-Mobile Arena at 6 p.m. Pre-game show will be on the air at 5 p.m. All right? Monday, game one, 6 p.m. puck drop 5 p.m. pregame show we will be with you then that's going to do it for us here on the triple a insurance postgame show extended postgame show is next on the vegas golden knights radio network presented by dollar loan center
0: It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host, Ryan
1: Wallace. Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. I'm going to pause a moment, dramatically, because I don't know that anybody had... Four straight wins to close the series out in Game 6 on home ice after Games 1 and 2. Like I don't think that anybody did. If you did, I'd love to hear from you. 702-876-1340 is the number, but this is the interesting thing about the NHL. When you have two powerhouse teams like Vegas and Colorado, and make no mistake, these two teams are very, very good. Very good. And they were even, so very even through the regular season. And even in this series, and I know it's a 4-2 win for Vegas. I I am fully aware of that. I get it. But this was an absolute gem of a playoff series between Vegas and Colorado. They were very close. And I I know it's, it's easy after one game two games to think you've got an absolute handle on what is going to happen in this series what the golden knights were able to do here in winning four straight and and looking really good at times doing it it's just a reminder you can't judge a series based on one game you just can't do it and for the golden knights they rose to the occasion here and they have learned a lot in terms of how to close out opponents in the playoffs. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Sal. Sal, how you doing?
9: Uh, best money I've ever spent on a playoff game, no nice. doubt. Nice. I just left the arena. It, it, what, a, what an environment.
1: So, um, I mean, like, at what point tonight did you, did you really feel like this was – going to happen the golden knights were going to close it out
9: uh i think when we were up two to one uh i just felt this calmness like the whole time normally i watch i watch this play this was just a game where even though avalanche kept responding time and time again and the way that they really pushed so hard in the second period and we were able to leave that second period um with the lead it's just I never really felt too stressed out, and that's coming from someone that bites his nails off watching every game. It it was really a satisfying win, complete team win. Thank you, Alex Petrangelo, for putting forth such an impactful game, both on the score sheet and in so many, you know, non-statistical ways. This was, even though he he had a delayed game penalty, it's so under the rug compared to how much he did to help this team win today.
1: Yeah, great point, Sal, and thanks for the call. Alex Petrangelo, this was the series where you get a crystal clear picture and idea of what the Golden Knights were after when they signed Alex Petrangelo. He's a difference maker, and he does it when everything else seems to be as, as big and chaotic as it can possibly be. This is a gamer, especially in the playoffs. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing?
9: Well, you can imagine how I'm doing, like everybody else that will call tonight, I'm sure. Two things. Mm-hmm. Greatness comes from the head down, and it started with Bill Foley buying this team and starting it, and then hiring the right people, including Pete DeBoer, who he didn't hire initially, mm-hmm. but and he couldn't, of course. But Pete put things on the the, the whiteboard, as Gary Lawless said, tonight on the postgame, and the, the players bought into it. They bought into what he was preaching. And, it's it, again, it just starts from the top on down. And the, the other thing is, just real quick, the second happiest I am tonight is that we never have to play Colorado or Minnesota again except for the Campbell Cup.
1: You know, that's a great point, Mike, and thanks for the call. This was kind of a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing here for the the Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche to be in the same division. And the Golden Knights come out on top in in a year where I think, as Pete pointed out in his post-game press conference, everyone after the first round of the playoffs was ready to anoint the Colorado Avalanche as honorary Stanley Cup champions. They'd never lose a game. How could they ever be pushed? And the Golden Knights... Came up with a game plan and they took it in Game Three and Four, and then they were able to ride that wave through the rest of the series. Great points from you, Mike. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: the postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 6-3, to three, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche in game number six and take this series four games to two, just like we all figured, right? Like just how everyone drew it up after the Golden Knights dropped game one and game two In Colorado, 702-876-1340 is the number. The Golden Knights will play the Montreal Canadiens. And let me just say before we get back into the phones, and if you haven't called yet, now's the time. What are you waiting for? 702-876-1340. I'm I'm just going to say this. I'm so excited to have another team to understand to figure out, to watch, because it's been so long since the Golden Knights have played anybody outside of the Honda West division. And I, for one, am just so excited that there will be a new team opposing the Golden Knights on Monday. That, like, it's extra work. Like, I'm going to have to to really dig into the Montreal Canadiens over the course of the weekend, but I'm going to take it because I actually get to watch a different team. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you doing?
10: I'm doing amazing. How are you doing?
1: Well, I mean, it, uh, amazing, too. The building was fantastic, and it's a huge win.
10: Yeah, I'm a little, little jealous couldn't be there, but <laughs> I have kids to watch. So. Um, I, I, I want to point out just how disciplined the last, really, five games the Knights Mm -hmm. were able to be and buckle down. And when Colorado's power play is so good, if you eliminate the power play by not giving them chances, you really shut them down. So it was just, it was good to see them just, you know, they avoided any real kerfuffles. They kept it below that line so nobody was going off. And how many of the last power, um, power plays we gave up to them were like puck over the glass and stuff that wasn't really, them drawing a penalty, and and I I don't know, it just, it it was really good to see that they were able to pick up on and take that, knowing that Colorado was so strong on that power play, and just, you don't give them a chance on the power play, they can't score on it.
1: Yeah, 100%, Stephanie, that's a a great observation, thank you for the call, and you know, you're right, the Golden Knights were very disciplined. Uh, I do think that, you know, the comments from Pete DeBoer after game number two about, embellishment maybe went a long way in this series, but hey, that's coaching, right? That is looking for an edge as best you can get it. And for the Golden Knights, they did a great job staying out of the box the rest of the way. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Steven. Steven, how you doing?
11: I'm not too bad. Ron, what about yourself?
1: I, I can't complain, buddy. Like this was an atmosphere like like I can't really explain. I can't do it any justice over the phone, but it was an absolute beauty, an absolute gem of a game from both of those teams.
11: It certainly seemed like it on TV, and one day I will get back to Vegas and be able to experience that in person. So just waiting for that day. Bonne chance are Vegas, Contra, Montreal. If Google Translate has done that right, best of luck to Vegas against Montreal. Um, you know, I am absolutely pumped for for the semifinals, uh, the third round, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, having the day off work today to get to watch that game live was just absolutely exciting. I want to say, you know, to all the Vegas fans, all the Montreal fans, to everyone across the NHL, um, I saw a lot of what could be attempted to pass off as banter from a lot of Colorado fans this series. And, you know, it just it missed the mark on a lot of it. So I want to say to everyone, you know, it's fine to banter, but don't take it too far. Some of it just gets beyond a joke, like have a joke, whatever, but, you know, stay safe, look after each other, check in on your friends, especially during a time when a lot of us probably aren't doing too well. And just knowing that we have, you know, Vegas performing well, it probably brings smiles to a lot of people's faces. And so I want to see Vegas go all the way to just continue to bring those smiles to the uh, to the faces of the vegas fans um yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to say today thanks for the time ryan
1: yeah thank you for the call steven and, and very well said um y- you know it's a game right we're all we're all in in this together in terms of of life but this is a game and it's supposed to be fun have fun that's all we ask have some fun let's head back out to the phone lines bring in mike mike how you doing
9: good what's up ryan how you doing
1: i'm fantastic
9: Man, I was so concerned uh, after game two. I ain't going to lie. I was kind of
1: writing us off just a little
9: bit, but it came back around game three. And I just want to say, man, can we give Alex Tuck the most respect in this series? That man was flying across the ice like it was nothing. That man gives us life at times when we're down. And I think we should give him more props than anything. And, uh, I like uh Stevenson, man. He really helped us out too defensively on on Mac. He you know, he shut him down pretty good. So I hope we can continue this run and we look good and I hope we can uh, make it to the to the
10: finals.
1: Yeah, great call Mike. Thank you for for that. I, you know, Alex Tuck, that big hit on Nathan McKinnon was a thing of beauty. And In terms of layers, we talk about layers to your game. A lot of players are going to add them as they go about their career. Alex Tuck, that physicality is not a part of his game two years ago. It's not a part of his game last year. That's a layer, and it makes you harder to play against in the playoffs, and it gives you more room. That's a big-time play in this game for Alex Tuck. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended
1: Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 6-3. Take this series four games to two. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Paul. Paul, how you doing?
10: Hey, Ryan. I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great, buddy. Good. I'm losing my voice. <laughs> I lost my voice.
1: <laughs> it's not surprising. Uh, you were, get- You were in the building?
10: Yeah, I was in there. So what did you awesome. think of that atmosphere? Oh, it was awesome, man. It was uh, probably one of the best. I mean, I went to Game 7 against Minnesota, and obviously it was only half the fans, but I mean, I think this is probably one of the best games I've ever been to.
1: Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Like The atmosphere in the building was fantastic, and the hockey on the ice was even better.
10: Yeah, it was cool. I, I just wanted to um, just touch on a couple guys. You just talked about Alex Stuck right before the break, and I think he and White Cloud really – uh, kind of matured in the series. I feel like they, they not that they didn't know what it, what it felt like to to play playoff hockey, but I think they, like the light switch kind of came on and they were physical and they were defensive and they were good. Um, another guy I wanted to talk about was Riley Smith. I, you know, he didn't, he wasn't scoring goals, but I think he might have been for like three out of the seven, maybe four out of seven games. He almost looked like the best player on the, or four out of six games. I mean, he, almost, he was like the best player on the ice to me. And then, uh, Lastly, I see some posts going around about how you know you know win the series and it's a you know clean path to the cup and all that stuff. I I just hope people don't um, underestimate Montreal because uh, that's a really good team and I think they're going to actually really put us to the test. But uh, I still think Vegas is going to go to the cup. So.
1: Yeah, thanks for the call, Paul. I, I, I agree with you in terms of not overlooking the Montreal Canadiens. And the word you use, they're a good team. They are a team. They they aren't a group of individuals. They have a system. They sell out for each other. It isn't going to be a cakewalk for the Golden Knights to get to the Stanley Cup final. So let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Shan, uh, Bring in Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey,
12: how's it going tonight?
1: Uh, you know, I'm doing great. How are you?
12: Well, after watching this victory, um, I'm feeling uh, particularly excited. I'm actually calling in from Jersey City, New Jersey. Nice. And uh, I'm so thrilled to see the Knights getting past the Avs, uh, especially with all the hype over the course of the season uh, for Colorado, the competition for the President's Trophy, all that. Now, let me just say, I've been a big flower fan for many years. I'll just put it that way. Yeah.
1: Um,
12: and, and for me, there's just something so special watching Vegas um, with such success since their inception going into the playoffs um, with Mark Andre performing at such a high level in, in net, and to think about this going all the way back to 2009, this feels like this is his chance to kind of have another cup that's his mm-hmm. as a netminder, and I just want to know your thoughts on that, particularly from his perspective
1: yeah uh, thanks for the call jeff i I think that your point's well taken obviously uh you look at the the other two cups with the penguins now Marc andre fleury was a part of those teams and and did play significant time in in the playoffs but the goaltender in net for the penguins when they won the stanley cup was matt murray Uh, i I think the fact that Marc andre fleury was able to go to the stanley cup final with an expansion team year one is a a notch on his belt that that really puts him in in rarefied air in my opinion but you're absolutely right if if you can get a run like this out of Marc-Andre Fleury nominated for the Vesna for the first time in his career and he can kind of continue the way that he is playing and if it leads to the Golden Knights playing you know or getting up to eight more wins in the Stanley Cup playoffs, then that all but solidifies Marc-Andre Fleury as as one of the best to ever play the position, period. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Shannon. Shannon, how you doing?
9: Hey, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Okay, so my question is about Martinez. Okay. Um, I feel like Martinez has been a game-changer in mm-hmm. every series we've been in so far. Yep. Um, I think now that he knows our... our system and our team he's much better equipped to assist us uh my question i guess is how likely is it that he gets re-signed because honestly i think that he helped flower in terms of flower doesn't have to face as many shots because martine blocks them so i guess that's my question
1: uh yeah thanks for the call shannon it's a great question and one that i've thought about often because Alec Martinez has seamlessly fit into what the golden Knights have expected and needed from him. And he's done it, um, in a way that isn't really that different from what you'd expect from Alec Martinez. Like this is a guy that's been a gamer, especially in the playoffs, his entire career. Um, I would love to see a scenario in which Alec Martinez is, is back with the golden Knights next season, but ultimately that's going to be up to the player because I think the run that he's on right now, if you go to unrestricted free agency, there are going to be offers. There are going to be teams that are lining up for a player like Alec Martinez and what he can bring to the table. Um, And it really depends on the, the money available for the golden Knights and what Alec Martinez wants to do. Um, it's probably going to have to be on a discount. And if you're a player of his caliber and, and doing what he's done this year, do you want to take a discount or do you want to go and try to maximize one of your final paydays? Like that's the big question for Alec Martinez. And unfortunately um, we're just not around the players enough. Like we're not in the locker room. We, we don't get a chance uh, or haven't gotten a chance this year to really get to know these players and, and see where their heads at in terms of, of the contract. I, I'd like to think that Alec Martinez is is the type of guy that, that if you know if the Golden Knights go on a run here and they're ultimately successful, that he'll see that as another opportunity to be with a team that should be good and, and ready to go on another run next year. So uh, I'd love to see it happen. It's all going to come down to what the dollars and cents look like beyond this season. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports,
4: Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas
1: Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. set postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, the Golden Knights defeat the Colorado Avalanche 6-3 and take the Honda West Division final four games to two. It sets up a matchup with the Montreal Canadiens, and that will start on Monday. Game one, Vegas, Montreal, live from T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be fun. Again, I'm excited because it's a new opponent. And if nothing else, that should be exciting, right? Uh, the Montreal Canadiens, obviously Nick Suzuki. We're all very much aware of Nick Suzuki and the year that he's had for Montreal. Cole Caulfield has been really good for the Canadians in these playoffs. You've got a lot of veteran Leadership. You've got Shea Weber and his shot, Carey Price, playing at the top of his game. And then you've got elite shutdown forwards, Philip Deneau, who is going to be tasked with shutting down maybe Mark Stone, maybe Max Pacioretty, maybe the Misfits. That's the beauty of the Golden Knights in this series. They've got a lot of weapons, and it's going to be a very different series than the one the Golden Knights had with the Colorado Avalanche. But one that should be very fun. And this is once in a lifetime. The the only way you're going to see Vegas, Montreal in the playoffs in the future would be if it's in the Stanley Cup final. So really lean into this one. Really have some fun. I am. I hope you will too. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air Thanks to all of you, our listeners and our callers. This postgame show was a blast. This season has been awesome. Keep it up. I want you guys to bring it in the third round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's going to do it for us here. We will be with you on Monday, 6 o'clock puck drop, 5 o'clock pregame on Fox Sports, Las Vegas.